Well, hello everyone. How are you doing today? This is Partners in Marriage. I'm your host, Dr. J, and I want to ask you a question. How bad do you want it? Well, before I get into that, let's get into this. We would love to hear from you. My wife and I love to get those comments about things that you've learned, you've added to your marriage, and even questions that you want us to discuss and spend some time on it, breaking it down for you. We'd love to hear from you. And you can email us at partnersinmarriage at gmail.com. Follow us on our website at partnersinmarriage.com and as well as on our Facebook page. We're having a great time putting out thoughts and words every day, every Tuesday and Thursday so that people can hear a word, get a word naturally and spiritually. I know we see it in the word of God. God designed marriage. God designed family. And since he did those things, he's given us a word on how to make it work. So successful is because we first of all recognize what we want in our relationship with him before we get into a relationship with someone else. So with that being said, how bad do you want it? You know, we've been talking for some time now about the importance of keys and steps for a successful marriage. Communication, uh, we've talked about those things and how important and how to communicate, how important communication is and how to communicate without a doubt. Today, I want to talk with you about creating an emotional safe environment. Now, get this. When I talk to you about emotional safety, I'm not talking about people that can go from zero to 102.2 seconds. If that's what you're dealing with, you've got another problem. If this is where your marriage has come to, where you are saying things like, we can't talk. And every time we start talking, it winds up, turns out to be an argument. And we're fussing and we're fighting and we're almost throwing things at each other or walking out the room. Those are more difficult and more in-depth problems. These are kinds of problems you might have to have uh, some counseling you might need to have some kind of physical uh, examination where you can find out what is causing this. Something is wrong because if you could talk in the beginning of your relationship, you should be able to talk now and, and even more freely because that's why your marriage is what it is. It's our communication, it's our example to the rest of the world, what Jesus Christ is and what he's doing in our lives. Now, if you cannot talk, if you're not having that conversation together and able to say our environment is safe enough that I can say these things to you and you can understand them, then uh, one of you, or if not both of you, need to spend some time on someone's couch or in someone's chair. Bottom line, I can't, I can't make it any plainer than that. Something is wrong uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and you need to find out what it is. Now, if all those things are okay, you're okay emotionally, you're okay mentally. There's not a physical ailment that's causing these kinds of, uh, any kind of uproar. Then you should be asking yourself, what am I doing to make the environment safe for my spouse? And that means I am sensitive to the needs that we need to talk about. Now, now normally, again, we have issues in the area of communicating, uh, finances, uh, sexual int intimacy, uh, church, uh, our relationship with Jesus Christ. And somewhere around those areas, we, we tend to have 
challenges. And of course, there's, there can be some things that come in physically as well, sicknesses and things that have come about in life itself. And you don't just walk away because something has come about in those areas. But you need to talk. You need to discuss them. And by doing so, the first thing I want to make sure you get is, where are you? Where is your head in this situation? Where is your head? What are, you, what are you thinking about? Where have you realized or have forgotten your role as husband or wife? What, where is it that you've moved to the point that you've forgotten that it's important for you to maintain a certain standard and bring in the, the bacon, as folks say, or whatever it is. I'm just naming some things out there. But I want you to think about that for a moment, because when we think about a marriage and what we're supposed to do in it, it is God's way of showing the rest of the world, I am pleased with this couple or this is what I want to do with you in a relationship with me personally. Jesus Christ is saying, you being the church, him being the bridegroom. And that's what we're talking about. Now, when we talk about the environment, what is that? It's not just the place that you're going to be setting, set up and talking in. It's the atmosphere, the timing. All those things have to be put into place. Uh, letting your spouse know can we talk about this uh, particular issue this weekend or whatever day? And that gives them an opportunity to say, okay, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to discuss it or prepare for it. That's what we're talking about when we say a safe environment. It also has to do with how your spouse feels about this particular conversation. If the house is not as neat as you like for it to be, then you need to discuss that. If there's something going on around uh, your relationship with too many single people or too many other people who are not as spiritual as you'd like for it to be, or you're spending too much time away from the house, or the money's not uh, flowing right, we need to talk about cutting back in some areas, then you need to prepare the environment with it. Now, I never forget when we uh, were talking about our churches coming together, my brother and I, it wasn't our idea to do it at first. I thought about it, but it wasn't our idea. It was our children, our adult children. And they knew if they're going to bring that news to us, they better have some facts in place. And they did. They brought in all of the statistics, all of the information concerning finances, membership. They brought everything to the table and laid it out. In other words, when they finished with all of the details, we knew something has to change. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying with you. When you're talking with your spouse, don't just say what I feel. Bring the facts. Bring the facts. Bring the information. Show them in a succinct manner where we started. Now, you know, may not need to do a PowerPoint presentation or Google Slides or uh, some graph, but you might need to have something in place that they can see, really, this is what's happening. I never forget the time uh, as a principal, I had this student who was just, he was a, bless his heart, he was a horrendously rough young man. This is fourth or fifth grade. I can't remember, remember the grade level. But uh, he was always into something. And so his parents were going to meet with me, and they were a little agitated at me for calling them here about their son. So what I asked the teacher to do, I said, I need all of the grades in order of your students, how they were uh, scoring on every test and where he is is. 
Now, I won't show the information of the other parents, of the students, because I'm dealing with one parent. I will only highlight where he ranked in the class. Boy, she brought me, I want you to know, she brought me some information. I was ready. Talk with the parents, and they weren't, they came in, of course, all ready to, to come against me with everything they had. This is our son. We don't understand why. I said, well, let me, sh let me show you something. I started pulling out sheets of paper, and I would turn it around so they can see now. These are the scores of the student. Your son scored right here. You can see the air leaving the room. Here's another one here. Now, these are the scores of the students. I can't show you their name, but here's where your son scored. And when they looked at it, after about four or five different uh, subject matter, they got quiet. And, and I, here's, what, here's how I got them. I said, listen, we want your son successful, just like you want him to be successful. Now, I joined in with them. I didn't put them on one side and me on the other. I joined in with them and said, what can we do to make your son successful? How can we work together? You at home and me at school. What do you think we need to do? I asked them for the solution. And guess what they did? They said, well, tell us what you, what, what you want us to do. Then we were able to start working together to make sure that their son was going to be successful. Boy, oh boy, was he not happy with us. The parents and the principal and the teacher were on the same team. That's what I'm talking about. Never put your spouse in a position that they feel adversarial, that they are an opponent to you. You are working together, attacking a problem and not the person. This is key for a successful marriage. Guys, start working on it. And remember, number one, find out where your head is. Do you want it to work? Make it work. Give it your best shot. But organize so when you talk to them, everything is lovely. Everybody's on the same team. We're attacking a problem and not the person. Remember, marriage is not a destination. It's a journey of love.